Douche Podcast. Hey, there you are. I am Malia Moss. I am Robert Segovia. Robert Segovia is distracted by his phone. Did you want to maybe pay attention to what we're doing right now? I can talk without my eyes. Hey, hey, Robert Segovia, what is this thing? What do we do here? Um, We talk about, you asked me a question about uh, government or politics, and I try to answer it. Uh, Then you asked me a totally unrelated question of that, (laughs) and my brain hurts. But I still try to answer it. Mm-hmm. Then you ask something else. It's just random. Like, what are you even talking about? And then I answer that too. Cool. Solid. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, I've got a question for you, Robert. Sure, Segovia. that sounds good. Um, uh, someone gave me some wrong information this week. And then I looked it up and it turns out it wasn't completely right. But I am still interested in it. Um so, someone told me that political gerrymandering was banned for the whole nation. And then I looked, yeah, and I was like, whoa, that's huge. I'm surprised I haven't heard about that. And then I looked it up, but it's only North Carolina. Did okay. you hear about this? I don't know if it's banned even for... North Carolina? Did that co- court case actually come out? Did the Supreme Court actually rule on that? Yeah, that's what, uh, so I looked when it up. When did that happen? Because I have been... Tuesday, I think? Oh, I missed that. Oh, well, then we're going to be real good on this podcast. No, no. Um, I think I can still... Do they actually rule on that? Because I didn't... Last time I read, they hadn't. What they are doing, though, uh, that I know is that they're taking all the other cases. So Texas has a case. Uh, I want to say um, there's a couple other states that before they weren't really ruling on it. And they're going to rule basically on all these sort of either racial gerrymanders or political gerrymanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did not realize they had actually ruled on that North Carolina case. And it's like something I'm actively... The end of a gerrymandering era uh, is the title of this article. Last Tuesday, federal judges handed down a game-changing decision in the fight to end gerrymandering in North Carolina and across the nation. Is that the Supreme Court or is that some other federal uh, court? It says federal judges. So I'm not sure if it's the Supreme Court. Yeah, I would just say... Um, if it's not the Supreme Court, then fuck it. I mean, not fuck it, but it's it's not. It's sort of. I actually, um, I actually, uh, li- it says North Carolina is ordered to redraw its congressional map. New York Times. Yeah, it just depends yeah. on what court, and they'll probably if they're if it's only on the federal court, they'll appeal. Mm. Uh, I think the co- case again in the Supreme Court is actually Wisconsin. Oh, and that's really the one. Okay. Uh, so this is a com- this is a complicated issue, and if you want more sort of information, uh, gentle listeners, uh, on five thirty eight they they do political analysis, but they also have this thing they've been doing. What is five thirty eight? Five thirty eight is a company called started by Nate Silver. Oh. Uh, they oh. are uh, part of ESPN now or Disney because is ESPN as part of Disney? Oh, damn it! What Every, does Disney it, not own? Um, they own a third of it, and two other companies own the other two thirds. Uh, <laughs> Hooray! Uh, but like, but anyway, five thirty eight usually does political analysis with the st- statistical, easy for me to say, background. Um, but they're also doing a special project on gerrymandering. Um, I also, I mean, this this endlessly interests me. So I have <laughs> read and listened to a lot. I mean, this is kind of one of the things that I. I nerd out on a little bit, but, Yay. uh, but, but like, um, I would say that, you know, these are all, there's a lot of separate cases of there's the, the main three seem to be North Carolina, Wisconsin, Texas. I think there's even a case in Pennsylvania 
Some of them have to do with racial gerrymandering. Some of them have to do with actual political gerrymandering. The Supreme Court has kind of famously, or Justice Anthony Kennedy has kind of famously asked for, well, if we're not going to partisan gerrymander, what are we going to do? Like, he's yeah. basically said, I, I want to rule against partisan gerrymandering, but I need a methodology that's going to take its place. Okay. And so it's not so simple. So like, um, well, because there are ways of drawing maps based on like census data that are fair, right? Not really in the, oh. in America. So, oh no, I mean like, but not in not in action, but like no, theoretically. No, 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 no. I mean, we have a so you have to think about this when you think about drawing maps, political maps. Um, you have to remember uh, that we have a Voting Rights Act. And the Voting Rights Act says that there needs to be minority representation. And so you can't just go with a computer and say... Here's a bunch of squares. Here's a bunch of squares. Because you have to keep communities of interest Mm -hmm. uh, by race, um, geography. There's a lot of things that go into this formula. Okay. So I, I in America, it's not so simple as like, we can't be like Britain, and there's problems with Britain too. Yeah. But Britain is, is totally, you know, a parliamentary system. It's like the House of Representatives elects the president, and mm-hmm. you vote for the House of Representatives. So we can't be like that because we have to, There there's just different rules and laws. I mean, you can make arguments against or for, and that's what they're doing right now. That's a lot of the court cases. Uh, but it's not as simple as... Uh, you know, 55% of Democrats vote and 45% of Republicans and we're just going to cut it into those slices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that, that, that's just not how it works. There's also, I mean, uh, so I don't know, gerrymandering is never going to end. Sure. So, so that, so... Uh, so the problem is, so political gerrymandering is ridiculous. I mean, like, well, it's, okay, Texas... I, my, everyone who represents me is like, I would never, and I'm, I'm in Austin, so it just makes, it just, it's just ridiculous to me that I am voting with the same person in, like, bumfuck middle of nowhere West Texas for some things, um, but if we don't have any idea of what would replace, if we outlaw political gerrymandering, like, We've got to draw lines. How like there's no there's just no ideas for how we would draw lines. Oh no, there's we... plenty of ideas okay. that are better than what we have now. I'm not saying we can't make it better. I'm just saying that but that's like we're not. So in in this part, like I I would really recommend the podcast. But like I, you know one 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 structure is um, the committee structure sort of in in Arizona, which is a nonpartisan committee. But what happens is political parties will lobby the committee. So in this case, the Republicans decided not to lobby the committee. The Democrats decided to lobby the committee. And Republican voters felt like it was unfair for Democrats. That There was more Arizona districts that were mm. Democrats. Now, if you look at the actual sort of numbers... That's not necessarily true. And and honestly, again, the Voting Rights Act, in a certain way, packs minority votes. And when you talk about gerrymandering, the two terms that are like most important are, um, are basically packing and sh- stretching. Is that the other one? 
I have no um, idea. Um, packing and um, unpacking. No, <laughs> uh, but there's two. There's two terms. Basically, what they are is like packing. So if you pack eighty percent of Democrats in the one district, then you protect both that one Democrat and the three Republicans around them. Okay. So what they did in Austin, let's just say, is they packed all the Democratic votes into Lloyd Doggett's district. So, yeah. So Lloyd Doggett's never going to lose. Yeah. But I'm also represented by McCall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I live downtown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that so that's 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 kind of that's one of the most common things. And there's also I don't know what the term is for it, but it's it's basically you know. Sh- stretching vote it's the other thing it's like if you have just be you know because if we were doing true representation right you could have a very sort of democratic state like let's like think about the most democratic state would be like yeah what is the most democratic state probably it's hawaii okay if i had to guess hell yeah uh represent and i was born there so up top (laughs) that's why my name's weird (laughs) So yeah, I mean, leave me I, hanging? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, so you know, eighty. You know, it's 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 a lot. So it's like let's just say it's seventy five percent for the sake of this argument. Okay. But you still have twenty five percent of Hawaiians who are Republican. Yeah. So in truly rep- so if Hawaii, I think it has five delegates, but just again for this argument, let's just say it has four, uh, just because math. Seventy five percent. Yeah, because yeah, math bad. <laughs> so so in this sort of. If we were doing totally represented, you know, democracy, you would think there would be three Democratic delegates and one Republican delegate. Sure. But there's not. There's, there's, it's all Democrats. Yeah. There's no Republicans. In sure. So that's kind of the, you know, I don't know, you know, that's never sort of a thing that you can really do with states. I mean, the problem is states. I mean... We we have we have a bunch of states and they they're not really. The problem is I Robert Segovia I'm not king, that's what the real issue. No, is. I mean I I don't know how you would really fix this. You know it's it's very hard to say. Um, the trade offs are pretty. Um, I think one way I you know if I was if I were king the one thing I would do is even though the you know even though neutral boards can be lobbied. I would rather have a nonpartisan board, you know, trying to decide, sure. you know, a group of citizens just trying to decide who had limited terms and, and we're going to go in and try to look at the map. It may not be perfect, but I just don't, you know, I just don't believe that the people who are in the office should be determining no. how their seats are, you know, written. And no. that's and, and that doesn't happen actually with the federal um, offices, but it mm-hmm. does happen, the state... The state houses are deciding not only what the federal off districts look like, but what their districts look like too, and that to me is kind of anathema. And like I, I think it's it definitely should be pulled out of the politics of it. It's like just giving a kid the right to decide how much dessert they get. Yeah. Like, hey, be be responsible, be healthy, but you get to eat as much of this cake as you want. Yeah. That's super dumb. I. I think it's like, you know, um, there tends to be uh, two different <laughs> types of people on the internet. There's um, institutionalists, mm-hmm. uh, for lack of a better term, and non-institutionalists, for lack of even a better term. And I, it's funny when you get with those groups of people on the internet is when you ever defend the institution, 
people will call you an institutionalist. And when you ever want to tear down the institution, people will call you a revolutionary crazy person, right? So, but this is a case of, you know, so people will make arguments, especially on the right, because they're taking advantage of it more, of this sort of, uh, well, we've always done partisan districting. I mean, we always have. That's true. We, We always have done that. But I would say in this case... Tear down the institution because it's fucking stupid. You know, so like that that's one of those things where, you know, in most cases I'm not most cases, but in some cases I'm probably for, you know, tweaking the institution, moving the institution around. Well, so what are some good ideas to replace political gerrymandering? Well, I, I think again, my favorite is is the is sort of the uh you know, you have three Republicans, three Democrats, and three independents. Put them in a room, mm-hmm. and you say, "Here, are the, you know." You draw, but how would they? How would they decide how to draw the lines? Well, they would have to take into account demographics, population, mm-hmm. um, and they they would basically just ra- the the laws on the books, voter, um, the Voting Rights Act. Um, but I mean, they would look at census interest. data, voting records, and then just try and make it as equally representative as yeah. possible, based on like. We think these people are going to vote this so way. So basically, yeah. So with yeah. that, with the committee structure, you're basically keeping all the other shitty things that someone <laughs> who draws a map has to deal with, mm-hmm. which is demographics, people moving into the same communities, which makes this hard too because yeah. Republicans have all moved around each other and Democrats have all moved around each other. So yeah. that makes these maps harder to draw than they were 20 years ago. I think one of the fictions is that, um, you know, like, we haven't had this technology forever. The technology is not that complicated. We've had the technology since the 80s. Mm. It's just been easier and easier to draw maps like this because we all keep moving away from each other. <laughs> so, um, and part, you know, and, and part of that is sort of, so, so it, but what it takes away, the important thing that that system takes away to me is my own seat, hmm. my own political thing, because they're not running for a seat. So that takes that out of the equation, and they're just dealing with those other very complicated issues. Yeah, so having a board does that. Um, Here are some other things I think, you know, and I actually listened to that whole 538, and some of these are people's suggestions, but these are sort of common suggestions. And some of them, that 538 poo-pooed, but I actually think it's stupid to poo-poo them. One of these is, (laughs) is, um, I think there are, I always get this number wrong, and I have to think about it all the time. I feel like I'm always saying this number wrong, but I think there are 435 members in the House of Representatives. That number was set in 1913. Good Lord. So I'm guessing the population of the United States in 1913 was around 100 million. What? Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah, so, a third of yeah, what we are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe, 435. Yeah, yeah, so maybe 150 if I'm just being super generous. Um, but what? So we haven't changed this in 100 years, right? God. And um, part of our representation problem, too, not just gerrymandering, uh, but the big five, right? Uh, especially California, Texas, New York, Illinois, Florida mm-hmm. are underrepresented in Congress. Yeah. Um, and so I think. One way you could fix some of the gerrymandering problems we have right now or some of the um, unequal representation problems we have right now is just ha- add 100 seats. Yeah. And add them by population. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, that's not what we probably, you know, you're like one third, so we probably should have more than 100 seats, but I think 100 seats is something people could get behind. Sure. It doesn't seem overwhelming. Yeah, it doesn't seem overwhelming. And it's been 100 years, 100 seats. That's you like a, round that's numbers. An easy, that's an easy uh, slogan. Okay. No, humans <laughs> like round numbers. And I don't want to do the math. Uh, <laughs> that's really the two things. But but more seats. I mean, more representation. I mean, in our state, in our uh, dumb state, uh, we have 33, I believe, state senators. Mm-hmm. They are representing 900,000 people. God. To a million people. Damn. So. Each. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Fucking, fucking stupid. That's so <laughs> stupid. So, oh my god. So there's some people, those poor people, they have districts. This is why our other conversation, which was last week, which is a long time ago, yeah. where you were like, people are in it for the money and power. Well, some of these idiot motherfuckers are driving from like the panhandle to like the middle of the state. So you could do, you could do, you could get more power in easier ways, is what I'm nah, saying. Yeah. And like I sort of <laughs> trying to cross 500 miles of terrain. Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> so so that's another example. So as bad as the House representation is in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, as, as screwed as we're getting on that, we're even more screwed on sort of that. And like, that's even worse. So if, if, if it's like 700,000 per House member or 600,000 per House member, it's actually 900,000 on a lower level of government because they don't want to make the room bigger or they don't want to. Like I mean, building. construction costs. Yeah. So what what does that mean? I mean, if you have more seats, like let's just say if we added tomorrow 20 seats in the Texas Senate, um, who are going to get those seats? Not Republicans? No. Cities are going to get those seats. That's where uh, the people are. That's where the population is. So that makes it harder for you to sort of split things up because – you could even gerrymander, let's say, Austin. Yeah. But probably now Austin has two Democrats instead of one. Yeah. Because even though you try to cut the rest of it, you couldn't cut it enough to do that. And that may seem small, but you start thinking about every big city. So Philadelphia yeah. has a, an extra seat. And, mm-hmm. and you know, New, York, New York has two or three extra seats. Yeah. And L.A. has two or three. Chicago has two or three extra mm-hmm. seats. Those are going to be, A, more left-leaning people, but B, more people of color poorer people mm-hmm. are going to be represented and are going to be represented in smaller numbers. I'm not seeing a downside to this. Well, the downside is, is again, it's like it, it's hard to do. Sure. So like you have to actually have both houses of Congress pass a law that says you have a hundred more seats in the house. Of oh, and that's not. Or, or you have an amendment. I think it could happen. I don't. I actually don't think this is that pie in the sky. It's I mean, not happening today. No, it's not happening today. But I, I think it actually could happen. So that's um. That would need to be someone's thing, though. That would need to be like. Yeah, someone would have to actually make the the call. A president or someone with enough power would have to be like, yeah, the and, and gerrymandering. To, and sucks. to be fair, you know, I mean, in a state like Texas, especially, you probably would have more Republicans. But I, I think probably moderate Republicans. And and here's the here's the painful part of gerrymandering. It's not it is and it isn't, you know, just Democrats win a majority in the House or in the nation and House votes. Uh just like Hillary Clinton did. They did too. Mm. Uh, they did worse than Hillary Clinton, by the by, but huh. they they did too, huh. even though she's the worst candidate ever, I know. <laughs> um, uh, but the the actual Generic Democrats did worse, but they still wanted a majority, and they, you know, are whatever they are, twenty four seats down. Mm. Um, so, 
the thing is not just that. So that's an issue, obviously, because they, you know, Paul Ryan wouldn't be the Speaker of the House now if it was just fair. <laughs> uh, but the real issue is is just sort of the kind of Republicans that you get. Yeah. Because there's no way they can lose in a general election. The kind of Democrats you get. Yeah. You get very, very left and very, very right representation. So a state like Texas, which at this point, if the last election, you know, Republicans won by nine points, it would be sort of a red but light red state. So the Joe Strausses of the world should be running the state. Yeah. That's who should be running the state. It's not in Texas it's not I'm not saying Democrats should be running the state. Um I'm saying that this should be a moderate Republican. Yeah. But there is no dialogue in our discourse for moderation. There's mm-hmm. nothing in our soul right now that wants moderation on either side. I mean it's really just like the institutionalist versus non institutionalist argument. If you try to make the middle way Either side will tell you that you're the other thing. Good Lord. And and it's just kind of the way we think. And that's what gerrymandering does. That's how it damages the thing. You don't have that sort of middle-of-the-road person uh, because the middle-of-the-road person will get destroyed. Yeah. They'll get destroyed sort of by the other party because, you know, you hear this all the time. It's like... um. This Republican isn't any good. Remember all the bad shit they did? Look at all the bad shit. And it's like you never you never sort of have a moment of, well, they, yeah, they did this good thing. though. Can we just say that they did a good thing? Is that okay? <laughs> Do we have to go for the laundry list of the bad? Like, we get that they did the bad things. We're not voting Republican. We're just saying thank you for not fucking fucking us this time. That's all we're doing. <laughs> Can we do that? Is that okay with you assholes? And then on the other side, if you're just sort of a moderate Democrat, then you then people will point to the two or three bad things you did and go, look at this person. Whereas I think people should always be asking in their heads, just like Anthony Kennedy did, hey, man, I'm not really into this partisan gerrymandering, but what are we doing besides yeah. that? And so we should be asking that on a politician. It's like, what are your other choices? Like, is my other choice, like, you know, what, what's my what's my choice? Is because <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give an example of just DACA is happening right now, yeah. right? And so let's just say they don't compromise on DACA. They say, we want a clean DACA bill, and DACA expires. Now, we feel great about that because we didn't compromise on DACA. But we don't have a thing anymore. But that fucks those people. Yeah. Specifically, it fucks those people. So I'm not saying we should compromise, but I'm just saying we should just think about that. That your philosophical notions are not the only thing that should rule. They don't rule. have real world applications. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. I mean, eh. I, don't, I don't even know if we should compromise on DACA, but that's just the kind of issue of the moment. So what I'm getting to here is is sort of... When you're drawing congressional maps, you're drawing these maps, it's very complicated. There's... There's a lot of things that go into them, but yeah, the system we have now sucks. If, <laughs> if they are rewriting, I hope I don't. If the Supreme Court doesn't take it and they re- rewrite in North Carolina, that would be amazing. I mean, that would be that is one of the most gerrymandered states, hmm. um, and that will help a lot of people. But I do think probably in almost every state there should be more representation, except for New Hampshire, which has too much representation. <laughs> New Hampshire literally has. Uh, a state house member for every three people. 
You're fucking kidding. It's something ridiculous like that. You're fuck. That is. Uh, that's fine. I mean, maybe not three people, but it's but it, no, but it, like, it's if like it's, if or it's maybe three hundred. I'm said three hundred. If it's that's, if it's less than a thousand, that's stupid. Yeah, I think it's three hundred. Oh like, three God. people. I don't think that's. that's if people. if my representative represents they're like me, fu- they're like fucking and a million other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it is. That you live in a big state, your vote doesn't count as much. I think people yeah. should think about that too. And that so you're it, saying I should move to New Hampshire? <laughs> I'm saying all the all of uh, the people who move from the Midwest to Texas should move back. Uh, <laughs> there'd be no Trump. I'm just saying. Oh take man, one, take one for the team, guys. You're wow. Take one for the team. Cool. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> but uh, but but I, I you know like I I think it's 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 very important to there's there's wrong representation. There's underrepresentation. There is. Um, you know, thinking of these, these sort of like uh, the geography of it and all these things and how people interact and and how are we going to do that? And I and I would say that there's there's a lot of I think there should be more representatives. Mm. We we talked on uh, it's great that this is coming after the other podcast because I think the representatives should be paid more. Yeah. Um, these may be these may be uh, controversial things, and I also think it's you know there's the electoral college. And the House of Representatives, and they really, I mean, the president and the House uh, should be, you know, one person, one vote. It shouldn't be this sort of, because you're from fucking Wyoming, you get seven votes, and I and I get like, you know, a seventh of your vote, because I live in California. Um yeah, and dude. that's that's where we are now. That's not just a. But if we make it fair, then it would be fair, and then the people who currently possess power might not possess possess it anymore. And they're making the rules, and so that's why I'm saying it is that I think that a a nonpartisan board is flawed in some ways. I mean, there are definitely it's not perfect, but is the best thing that we can reasonably do. Yeah, without having superpowers like changing the constitution and states states can actually do that and change the way they 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 can actually go into that and Mm -hmm. and a a republican state like arizona's done it and there's been other states that have done it too and i think it's like that's a reasonable thing because i think a lot of this is what we're hitting on a little bit is do we really think Wyoming should have as many senators as Texas. Uh, Do these state things really matter anymore? I mean, are they really? But those are those are constitutional questions. I mean, that is yeah. a that is a scary thing to jump off of. Yeah, but also uh, we are we are just a very different country than we were in when the constitution was written Mm -hmm. and there's absolutely no way anyone could have foreseen where we are now. And part of the constitution being able to be changed is that we change it when things change. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I would, I would say if I was from Wyoming, I would say, yeah, but if we don't have an advantage, no one will ever come to Wyoming. Like these places will be pretty landscape. These places will be gone. I mean, in, in real ways. I mean, and so I think they're just complicated questions, and I I, I agree with you that yeah. we should be able to change a little bit and be a little bit more flexible. Well, but, and some okay. of our mechanisms of change have gotten sort of sure clogged a little bit. But I'm, in in terms of Wyoming, like let's say 
Wyoming becomes a uh, barren wasteland and there's literally a hundred people living there. Do mm. we still want them to have two votes? Like, let's say global warming happens. Everyone moves north or south or wherever. And, like, some of the states are literally... Or the super volcano launches in Yellowstone. Oh, shut up about the super volcano. Kills us all. It freaks me the fuck out, Robert Segovia. It should freak everyone out. It, because there's literally nothing we can do about that. Super volcano. Don't mention it. Run. Oh, you, you want to build a border wall? Hey, guess what? You need to get over that border wall to save yourself from those fucking super volcano idiots. <laughs> I, That's what's hilarious about this <laughs> is that we have we would have to go south to Mexico and Central America to save ourselves. Yeah, if that fucking super volcano launched, we would have to go. Like we, I would have to go to another country. Like I would go. To- How far does the super volcano go? No, well, it, if the super volcano happens, uh, America as is gone. Like just all of America and all of it. Oh, not like- even like Maine. <sighs> Couldn't be hanging out in Maine. Well, here's the thing. So it's going to go from <laughs> it's going to go from Yellowstone up into Canada down to Texas and like just basically a radius around like, like a big that. circle, a big old circle. So and San then, Diego might be okay. Well, well, okay. If you're at the edge of that, you're still fucked. And then, yeah, I and get then a mask. the ash and soot is going to block everything out, causing worldwide issues. So yeah, but if I'm in New Zealand, pretty sweet. That's been the political confusion podcast. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. But, okay, we, we, we took a real weird turn at the end. Super volcano, Wyoming. <laughs> um, hey guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. We have Patreon. We are on iTunes. Uh, I have social media. You got social media? I do. I am at Twitter at Robert Segovia's. I am on Instagram where I'm better. At Robert Segovia's. <laughs> I am on everything at Molia O'Paris, and we have a uh, Twitter for this that we need to start using more. We don't use it as much, but if you add us at, what is it? Oh, uh, it's PCP underscore podcast. Ask us a question, and we'll answer it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. No, because uh, do my job for me. Damn it. Well, I mean, we could just answer it online, too, but... but I guess. We, we, you know, I, I'm fine. You like to talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, everybody. Yeah, uh, don't forget uh, to re- review us on iTunes. Somebody, a couple people did that, and it super helps. Um, I had a burrito for lunch, um, and I'm burping. Uh, but yeah, if you could review us, that would be sweet. And I uh, thoughts about know... the super volcano and a five star review. Sweet. <laughs> Into it. And and you know what? Hey, like if that's if that's where your path in life leads you, then that's great. But if not, you know, hey, live your life. Hey, it's let's fine. let's think about it. You may die tomorrow from the super volcano. Don't mention the super volcano. And the lava is destroying your body. I am seriously freaked the fuck out by this goddamn super volcano. As the lava is just covering your body, you think to yourself, man, Ugh. I wish I would have reviewed the political confusion podcast. If that's your last, Robert thought, is I in feel New really Zealand, sad still for recording you. it. Uh, Malia didn't get out. It was sad. Malia is very poor. <laughs> Malia can't afford a last-minute ticket. I'll take to you in my luggage. Malia. Oh, thanks. You know that's honey. what friends are for. Oh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a good. <laughs>